Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the darkest timeline. And I think we can all agree that it is the darkest timeline. And I'm just trying to make it either a little bit lighter or a little bit darker, depending on how you look at it. I'm going to be talking games, movies, TV, something from the week, and uh, anything in between, really. While I've got you, before we get started, please do consider subscribing. Wherever you get in your podcast, it doesn't matter. Just click that subscribe button and uh, and become one of the crew. How about that? Right, here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. Hello. How you doing? You alright? Oh dear. So, today was uh, the longest day ever. You know, one of those days where you, you look at the time and it's like, okay, it's 11 o'clock in the morning, but it should be three o'clock in the afternoon what the hell has gone on there another one of those days where i was like the only way to get through today is to do loads and loads and loads and loads of work so i did loads and loads and loads and loads of work and then looked at the time and was like is time actually going backwards oh god Even things like going to work out and being like, right, I'll I'll do this, I'll go and work out, I'll I'll get sorted after my workout, and then I can sit down and eat my tea and get in like workout done, jobs done, get ready to sit down and eat my tea and go, it's not even tea time. I've still got fifteen minutes until tea time. How is that? It's been that kind of day. Speaking of going, uh, going and doing lots of work, um, I've had to. Over the last couple of weeks, I've had to yet again make the return to the office. I was gonna, I was gonna call it something else then. Um, a baffling concept. Uh, yeah, don't know on that one. Really, really, I think, I think we, I think we probably living in the dark ages at this point in time, and I think everybody's decided that's okay. It's it, it's very baffling. Um, one thing that it has brought about is to maximise time. Um, I've had to start taking the dog for a run. Um, one of those things, 
and days that you in the office can run and then walk the dog so you have to put the two things together what that means is you go take the dog for a run and i say take the dog for a run because the dog is like what exactly is it that we're doing because to him it's like a trot like he barely gets out of like walking gear um so first time i did it i took him we went and to give him his dues he did quite well um he was a little bit like oh we're going this way it's like we're not and my fear is that at some point he's going to run in front of me um and there's been like a little bit of that um not enough to cause an accident but uh, it's definitely on the cards um but i've been doing doing these runs just like a couple of week um and i did the first one and i got back and i stopped my my strava and i was like what what has gone on here and it said that i'd achieve uh, that i had i think it was eight achievements and i made a mental note and then later i I looked at the uh, at the achievements, and some of them were like personal bests. It's like I think there was like three personal bests, and then like two or three like second bests, and then some, just like a, hand, a, a couple of others. Like what has gone on here? Second time it happened, um, I was like. I can see what's happened here. Um, and I can't explain it. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because I feel like the dog is judging me. And I feel like I have to go quicker. But I started realising that I was a little bit more out of breath. A little bit more tired from, from doing it. Couldn't work out what was happening. Then started realising that I was getting back like two minutes faster. So like, what's going on? And again, second time I get back. I've got all these achievements. I was like... I've got achievements on top of achievements. This is crazy. And is this for for the for the dog? It's this two sided thing. One is I really don't know what we're doing here. If we're running, then we should be running. Obviously, he would be able to run many, many, many times faster than me. Um. So I think from that aspect, he just kind of looks up at me like, "What, what are we doing? What is this?" I don't get it. On the other hand, we get back, and although he's not really done, you know, what seems to me like a lot of exertion, uh, it certainly makes him sleep. Um, it's one of those things I've been kind of waiting until until he was a year old, because apparently anything past a year, um, and you can just, they can do whatever they want, they can go out for as long as they want walk as much as they want because uh, in theory their bodies are developed enough which is weird because they consider that some dogs only become adults at 18 months um, but the, the rule is a year so try and stick to the rule as best as best as I possibly can um, so yes I've been taking uh, just like I say just a couple of times 
Um, didn't take him today. I am very kindly volunteered to take him for me. Um, so it saved me a job. Uh, but I imagine I'll have to take him uh, on my other day in the office. So I've been dealing with something recently um, that... Oh, the chair is very squeaky. I need some WD-40. Um, that is not what I've been dealing with. Oh, I've been dealing with it is... Um, I've been struggling with some uh, some weight-related issues. Um, and I got a little bit down, and I got a little bit annoyed. Um, and I came quite close to... I want to say I came quite close to jacking it all in. Um, and resigning myself to um, eating pizza and chocolate. And not running and working out, and just basically a steady slide to the grave, I guess. And that's that, you know. Immediately that realization of, well, that's probably not, it's probably not the right move. So, you know. But I was having this, you know, why, like doing the things that I'm doing, intermittent fasting, uh, running five days a week, working out six days a week. Um, I bet people are sick and tired of me saying that. Um, you know, my every tea is, is salad and corn and things like that. Um, rice or pasta, if I'm lucky. Um, lunch is like crackers or when I go when I go when I'm you know back in the office um chopped vegetables um you know a treat after a uh, a meal is a a 99 calorie um it's not a chocolate bar it's just a a bar type thing um And there was this kind of whole, what's the point? What's the point in this when... And I got a bit like, well, other people don't have to do all of this. Other people, you know, other people out there can eat takeaways and eat chocolate and, you know, do what they want and not look like this. Um, and I was... You know, we're, we're, we're not to date this, but we're into February now, and I'm, I think I'm still dealing with the the issue with the scales. And if you haven't been listening all that long, um, I had to get new scales because the, the scales I had were broken, and the new scales hate me because the new scales tell me that I'm not losing any weight. Um, and you know, there are times that I feel like the new scales should have one of those like laughter boxes attached so that when I stand on it stand on it it can laugh at me um well I got, I got I got quite down with it at one point I had a conversation with somebody where I was saying like you know people eating takeaways and this that, and I was like I've said takeaway six times and uh, I've I've gained four pounds 
in this conversation. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on. I don't know whether it's a case of um, feeling annoyed at the time and effort that I'm having to put in. Feeling like... Like maybe I want a day off. Yes, you know, there's, there is the cheat meal, the, the coveted cheat meal. Um, and uh, boy, do we enjoy the cheat meal, believe me. Um, some of the, you know, the higher performing fitness people out there will tell you that that's where you go wrong. It's that, that cheat meal that's doing it for you. And there was a point in time where I would have agreed, um, but what you what you what you don't understand is what you're tasting with that cheat meal is all the hard work from the week. Um, every time you couldn't, you thought you couldn't lift that that one last rep. Every time you thought your lungs were going to collapse running up that hill, you taste that in that cheat meal. Um. But I, 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 I was struggling, and I have been struggling a um, couple of weeks now, um, feeling like, I, I got to this point where I was like, maybe I can do both, maybe I can, you know, eat a pizza and go for a run. Um, but I've been there before, uh, and I was just really, really down with it. Um, and I spent, especially the last week, sort of talking about how I, I didn't want to sound like a big baby, uh, but I was like, it's not fair. It's not fair to still look like this after this amount of time. Um, and this amount of effort. Um, so then I stepped on the scales this morning and the scales like, oh, fine. I'll throw you a bone. Here, have two pounds. Um, and yes, you know, I lost two pounds. Two pounds is more than I've lost probably this year, um, in a week. Uh, and I was like, "There we go. There's a bit of your, a bit of your Monday morning motivation. That's what you need." And then the realization that uh, it's the Super Bowl on Sunday. And I'd, uh, I'd already, it had taken me, I think it had taken me about six weeks to resign myself to allowing like a, like a cheat meal on a different day. Um, so, you know, Super Bowl, I'm going to mark the occasion by um, having, having a cheat meal on a different day and uh, drinking a special non-alcoholic beer. Um that is where I've reached in my life. That's the uh, that's the peak of of my my situation. But you know, so when I did an activity yesterday, haven't done as well. Went as a family, haven't done it in a while as a family. Um, went swimming. 
now. So it's got it's a bit of a double-edged sword for me because I love to swim. I, I enjoy swimming. I have enjoyed swimming for many years. Um, but I don't like going swimming. And the reason for that is that I always find that there's a lot of sickness attached to going swimming. Somebody gets a cold, somebody gets a, a bad stomach, somebody gets something in this day and age it's you know the virus or whatever um and i was very much aware of that like say especially in this day and age somebody's catching something um and at one point in time i had i'd looked it up i looked up why do you get sick after you go swimming and i'm on the internet and i'm like why why is it you always get sick after you go swimming and i looked it up and i was like Oh, I wish I hadn't done that um, because I, f- I don't know how, but I stumbled on this thing and it was like this this breakdown of why people get ill and how people get certain types of illness. And I'm not talking a cold. And it was disgusting. And that has stuck with me since then. But... When you've got three children and you say, oh, you know, here's a list of things that you can do if you want to do something. And one of the things on that list is swimming. When you know that one of your children goes swimming every week and your other two children have already mentioned that they'd really like to go swimming at some point soon. It's a safe bet that you're going to end up going swimming. So I had to sort of resign myself that we were probably going. And... Indeed we were. Here's observation number one. (laughs) I really wish I could have worn my mask. I am... I, I am one of the people... Out there in the world... That actually likes masks... Um, I use masks in different ways to, I'm sure, many other people. Um, I I refer to them as a a mumble guard because you can say things that you wouldn't be able to say without a mask on that can't be heard, uh, which for for me is a a joy and delight. Um, As well as that little bit of added protection against... um, sickness and as previously mentioned going somewhere that where you're damn tooting gonna get sick it was a bit like i wish i could wear a a swimming mask um so that was sort of like my first observation um i've as as we know there are there are three children and I was looking at the cross section of the three children and you've got the youngest who uh, goes swimming every week goes swimming lessons every week uh, loves the loves being in the water loves jumping in and, and being a, a crazy a crazy person in the pool um, and that was very enjoyable to watch uh, then you've got the middle daughter who uh, as long as she's got plenty of armbands on uh, away she goes uh, she, she largely can be left to her own devices. Um, she can't swim, 
by by any stretch of the imagination, but she can get around, like I say, plenty of armbands. Um, and away she goes. She does she does well. Uh, we had some races, and she did very well. Uh, and then you got my eldest, who um, who reminds me of. Um, Somebody who has just gone into the ocean after a ship has capsized. Um, and as I've as I've sort of said to her, she's getting to the age now where she should be able to swim. And she's probably a little bit past that now and, and not being able to swim. It's a bit of a situation. Um, and needs to needs to learn and needs to do it and one of those things after we'd been swimming and during the time we were there i'd made this mental note to to let her know how proud of her i was that she'd that she'd tried and she'd put effort in and she'd she'd made a um, a concerted effort to really try and then me being me i probably forgot that i needed to to let her know um so there's that but there's this element of I see myself in her when I was about my uh, about my middle daughter's age um, I I used to have swimming lessons and it was this this big thing that I used to go to swimming lessons and I couldn't swim uh, but I kept going to the lessons, and I was still not able to swim. Um, and my mother one day said, "Right, I'm sick and tired of this. I keep paying for you to go to swimming lessons, uh, and you keep coming away from the swimming lessons, still not able to swim. So you and I are going to go to the swimming pool, and we are going to go there." And we're not leaving until you could sw- until you can swim. And that's what happened. We went, and we just we just did it. And by the time we left, I could certainly swim better than I had been able to. And when I went to my next swimming lesson, it was this vast improvement—a complete, complete improvement, complete changed. It opened it opened a door for me because it made it possible for me to learn to swim, learn the the different strokes, go through all of the um, the blonde, the bronze, the silver, the gold swimming certificates, and beyond. I was working towards whatever the next one was. Um, Going swimming every Saturday, um, playing in the pool. Um, I learned to dive. My granddad helped me to learn to dive, um, and all that. And it all goes back to that point in time where my mother was like, "You go, you're going to learn to swim. No, and ifs or buts." And it made me think about it. it made me think about that situation, and I hated her for that situation but 
I also appreciated that that door had been opened to allow my, allow me to be able to learn the the upside of being able to swim, the enjoyment of being able to swim, the 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 joy that can come from being able to swim. I can you know I competed at school in swimming. I wasn't good, uh, you know, almost pretty much always last, second to last or whatever. Um, but I was good enough to be put forward from my class to be one of the people to do swimming at sports day. Like I say, not good enough to win, but good enough to, or, or better than 30 other children. So I have this I have this thing with my eldest where I'm like, you need to be able to swim, you need to learn to swim. But then I have that whole but I don't want you to hate me for it. And I, I tried to I tried to help where I could, but I also wanted to do it. You know that thing where you like where you teach a child a child to ride a bike where you hold the seat and you push them along and get them to pedal and then as they go along you kind of let go of the seat um, I was doing that with my eldest I was holding her arm to get her to swim to the side and then as time went on letting go and then afterwards saying I wasn't holding you and building that confidence and building that ability and um, I had certainly seen a vast improvement she was three, four, five times better at swimming by the time we left than when we got there. And we had less than an hour to do this. So, yeah. A real roller coaster of a trip to the swimming pool. Um, just as an aside, uh, my youngest has been, uh, has been ill today. Holy stomach. Been having a problem recently. Um, through the last couple of years, there was a point in time where I just wasn't getting through any podcasts. Um, I think for, for some reason, I was about to say, for some reason, it was a point in time I wasn't running, but I was like, I don't think there was a time where I wasn't running. And there wasn't. It was um, when I used to run. And I used to be on the phone to my brother-in-law when we were running together. So, can't listen to podcasts then. And when I was working out, I'd be on the on a video call with my brother-in-law. Couldn't listen to podcasts then. And we were, you know, we were we were working towards stuff. We were trying to achieve things, but doesn't lend itself to listening to podcasts. Um, working. Um, when you're working in the office, it's easy to put a set of earphones in. When you're working at home... That doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um, and playing podcast at home um, isn't all isn't always as easy. Uh, you don't want to disturb other people, but you also don't want the other people to disturb your podcast listening. So it was a very difficult thing, and I ended up to in a point where I think at one point I had basically a year's worth of backlog um, of podcasts. But then in the last few months, I've gone back to listening to podcasts while I run. I've gone back to listening to podcasts while I work out. I've gone back to listening to podcasts while I work, so on and so forth. So I've been like massively getting through them. 
to the point where two things have happened. One, recently I've started to get to a point where I'm actually running out and I've started listening to uh, a new podcast. I've started listening to the Always Sunny podcast, um, which is fine. However, they're only about half an hour. And I think at this point in time, there's like 17 of them. I think I've gone through 10 already. So I'm a bit like, eh. And I did have a little look today for any others uh, I might be able to listen to. Something else that's that's been happening and something that I'm not a big fan of because it makes me a little sad, but I've been finding that... And how do I go about saying this nicely? I've been finding that podcasts have been a little bit boring recently. Um... Not to use any names, but um, I listen to a lot of comedian comedians' podcasts. Uh, and a couple of the podcasts I've listened to recently where you've got comedians that are just telling stories that that aren't that haven't been funny. So you've got these like or they're like, Oh, let's make a list of this. It's like that's all well and good and in, in some in some ways it might be interesting. But it's not funny. And with it being not funny, it's it's actually not that interesting. It's just two men talking about a, th- a thing that's not super interesting. And then you've got like other podcasts from other people where it's like, you have aspects of your podcast that's funny... And they've been kind of dying away. So you're just left with somebody talking. And I am very much aware of the irony of this right now. I imagine a lot of people, um, or you know, some people that are listening to this are like uh, pot, kettle. Um, but it's been a real difficult thing for me. This, you know, is this boring? Is it me? Am I in a funk? Is that what's been going on? Is that what all of this stuff that I've been, you know, going through this list? Is this actually just one giant funk? Or maybe the podcasts that I'm listening to aren't boring. I'm just being a, a funky monkey and and it's that. I'll give you another example. Um I've been desperately recently. I've been desperately trying to find a um, a new book series. I haven't been overly interested in like one-off books, so I've been looking for a bit more of like a series. The last two lots of books that I read um, were series. One had ten books; the other had nine. Um, and there's there's been that element of that comfort of I'm reading a book about a character that I enjoy and I know there's another book or I know there's another one coming or that sort of thing. Those books those book series finished and but having the thing with like having the having the dog um, I sit up to a particular time and then once it's a certain time let him out for his last wee put him in his bed. Uh, and I head off up to bed, and it's basically bedtime all around. And then recently, I realised that I was going to bed, but then I was like, like scrolling through Twitter, 
which I hate. I hate Twitter. And I had this realisation that that's what I was doing rather than like going to bed straight away. I was like, you need to do something constructive. You need to get back to reading. And then I realised, and then I remembered, oh, actually, the reason that I've not been reading is because I didn't really have anything. I was going through, like, my library of books on my Kindle, like, oh, I bought that, and, oh, I bought that, and, oh, there's that book that I bought, and, oh, yeah, I, I remember that, I was interested in that, and not a single one of them was jumping out at me. So then I tried to look for stuff that were, like, similar, because you can do, like, because you read this, you might be interested in this. Um, I'd, I'd read a book a little while ago that I really enjoyed, uh, and then recently there was like the second book came out and I bought the second book and I started reading it and I just, I just couldn't get on with it. I just, I, I didn't, I didn't really care, which felt weird having read the first one and really enjoying it. Um, and then I fell upon this book and it was one of the series that I'd read. It's a spin off, um, a character that was in one of the series of books that I read. Uh, they got they've got their own book series, so I was like, oh well, same author, so similar character, so on and so forth. So I got a sample of this book and I read the sample. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the dice and pay. I think it was a pound for the first book. Paid a pound, started reading it, got six, eight chapters into this book and was like, is anything going? to happen in this book do we think because it hasn't so far and for a book that's like has it has a supernatural element to it nothing had really happened eight chapters in although it is mine and then something strange happened i saw an advert on i think it was the dreaded facebook I saw an advert, and it was like, oh, uh, here's a, here's a, like a snippet, like a description of a book. I was like, a description of a book on Facebook. How strange. And I read it and was like, oh, hello. So, obviously, everything's linked these days. So, through Facebook, you get to Amazon and find the book. Amazon's like, do you want a, a sample of the book? I'm like, yes, I'll have a sample of this book, please. So, I got a sample of the book, started reading the uh the sample i've been reading it for the last i've been reading it for the last couple of days which is weird being a sample i have already looked into how much it is to get the book it's uh just shot three quid which for me i'm always prepared to spend that money if it's something that i'm going to enjoy um but (laughs) the one thing i have noticed is the excitement, the excitement of like, oh, oh, maybe this is it, maybe this is the new series, because it's a series of books, I think this series of books has got nine books at the moment, I'm like, hello, so we shall see how that pans out, um, a little bit of TV stuff. Let's try some TV. Finished Hit Monkey. Um, Hit Monkey was great. I really, really enjoyed that show. One thing I will say 
Uh, I think when I spoke last week, I, I'd nearly finished it anyway. Uh did finish it. Might have finished it that day or near to that day. One thing I will say is, and I don't want to be that guy, but I wasn't super happy with how it ended. Other than the fact that I'm pretty sure it's definitely getting another series, which uh, I was very happy about. There was just this one element, I'm not going to spoil it, but there was just this one element where I was like, that didn't need to go that way. You've done that on purpose so that you can do something with that character that I don't think you need to do. And that's annoying. Other than that, absolutely fantastic. If you've got if you've got time or inclination for an animated show, um, it's well worth your time. It's like ten episodes. It's animated, so it's like twenty five minute episodes, and it's great. Um, in other news, I have nearly finished. Uh, nearly finished. Burn notice. <sighs> gone a little bit off the rails if i'm honest um i am very much in the camp of i i, I just want it finished now um do kind of wonder how it's going to end because it's taken a little bit of a, a twist and then it's taken a bit of another twist and then it's taken a little bit of another twist so it's a very twisty internally but it is a bit like what uh, what is it we're doing with this um another tv series um, we've been watching in our house. We're back on the Breaking Bad train. Uh, me and Leanne have been watching Breaking Bad. We watched the first two series and watched a few episodes of series three, and then we just didn't. And a little time passed, and I was like, Look, you know, what's happening with Breaking Bad? And Leanne's like, I didn't stop watching it. You stopped watching it. I was like, I didn't stop watching it. So we got back to it, and it's been an absolute delight. Because uh, so fast through series three, things just kick off, and it just kicks it up so many gears. It's fantastic. So that's been a real highlight in our house recently. Uh, looking forward to all the things that are to come. Uh, as is often the way. I do like to watch a movie, usually on a Saturday night. This week's movie was Spider-Man 3. Now then. A few things about this. Number one. I know that Spider-Man 3 was kind of the the death of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films. Uh, people didn't like uh, the way Venom had been done. People certainly didn't like the dancing uh, Bully Maguire is a bigger meme than anything. Um, there was a lot about this film people didn't like. I'm watching it this time. Again, like with watching the other two, I can see it a lot more this time. Um, and I probably agree a lot more this time. A uh, couple of things, though. Maybe more than a couple of things. One massive jump in the uh, in the digital stuff. Uh, it really does feel like this is a film that's definitely starting to move a lot more towards the Marvel films that we know these days. Um, every other scene is like 
digital and is pretty good. It pretty much stands up still to this day, CG-wise. Um, I've actually I've actually decided that I think no matter how many supervillains Spider-Man battles in the three Sam Raimi Spider-Man films, the truest bad guy is uh, is Mary Jane. Um, I'd seen something a little while ago, and I think I've already mentioned it, about somebody said that, the, that Mary Jane is the secret villain of those films, uh, whereas... Peter Parker slash Spider-Man is off fighting bad guys. She's more concerned about whether he came to watch her play or not. Um, there's some interesting topics in the third one. She she is the bad guy. She is awful. That, that version of Mary Jane is really bad. Um, she's, a, she's a bad person. Um, so yeah, there's, there's that, um, I know there was the, the whole Venom thing, um, there are aspects that I liked about that version of Venom, there are aspects that I like about the new version of Venom, I do wish they'd have found somewhere in between, if I'm honest, um, you know, I wish the the more recent version of Venom did have the 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 white spider logo. I wish he had the um, the black web ability. Um, I don't know what the what the overall reason for why they haven't gone with that is, but that's their choice. Um, I've been reading some stuff recently that talks about the future of Venom. And uh, the Spider-Man films that are coming, and whether there's going to be a lot more of a of of those films being a bit more tangled together. Um. So yeah, I can understand the the not liking Venom in the in the in Spider-Man Three. Um, I did. <laughs> I did have to fast forward through the dancing bits. I couldn't do it. I I hate those bits with with so much passion. I hate those bits. I hated them when I saw them at the cinema. I, I can't stand it. Um, the dancing in the street, the dancing in the jazz club, all of it. I can't stand it. So I did have to fast forward those bits. Um. So that's that. Next, next up will be uh, Amazing Spider-Man, which apparently it's okay to like now because of uh, because of the most recent Spider-Man film. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see if they're good now. Um, I enjoyed those as well at the time. So we'll see whether they stand up uh, this Saturday and next Saturday. And then we'll be on to the Tom Holland Spider-Man films. And we'll have to make a decision what to do as far as the new one is concerned. So you have to see if it's still on at the cinema. Lastly, we can talk a little bit of computer games. Um, as you might have guessed, I am still playing Ghost of Tsushima. 
I say as you might have guessed, and that's purely because I was playing it last week, and it's a big game. Uh, a few things. I've got a story to tell you. Playing Ghost of Tsushima a few nights ago. I was like, right, I've got to go and do this thing. Let me call the horse. So I called the horse. But I was stood next to a building. And what the game did was it basically materialised the horse on the roof of the building I was stood next to. I was like, that seems like a, a strange move. At which point it had the horse fall off the roof and die. And I was like... Okay, seems a little odd. Uh, I didn't realise the horse could die. I think this is uh, probably a glitch. So I'll call for the horse, and it'll come, and everything will be right with the world. And that's not what happened, because I called for the horse, and it didn't come. And whilst playing the game for the next hour, I had no horse. Nothing I seemed to be able to do would bring the horse back. I was like... Is, is the horse actually dead? It was the weirdest situation. Um, luckily, a lot of the uh, you've completed this area, this mission, this whatever, um, cutscene does feature the horse. So after I'd completed a mission, the horse was back and it was alive and all was forgiven. Uh, but it was the weirdest thing. Um, I have mentioned it before, and I'm going to mention it again. Uh, I don't know why, I don't know what the reason is, I don't know why it's still this way, but playing Ghost of Shima on the PS5, it is, I don't want to say full, but it's 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 got quite a lot of bugs and glitches, which I would have hoped would have been sorted out by now, and I'm kind of guessing they're just not going to, which is a shame, because it really affects the gameplay. Um, other than that, the one thing that I am struggling with is um, towards the very back end of playing Ghost of Tsushima the first time, there were aspects that got a little bit repetitive. Um, Travelling the entire length of a map to go and see what a question mark is to find out that it's another fox den and at a point in the game that you don't need the fox dens for anything became beyond annoying um, but that was when I played it the first time this is technically the third time I've played this although the second time I didn't finish it um, and I'm already I'm only a third of the way through the game and I'm already starting to get that that fatigue of oh look a fox den whoopee and I haven't even completed like all of the the unlocks you get for Fox Dens yet. My worry is as time goes on that that fatigue is potentially going to get a bit worse. Um, and I worry what that means for playing all and finishing all. What I can say is, having gone into the second area of the game, it has unlocked the DLC which a large you know a large reason for playing this game and playing it the way that I am is to do the DLC so I am quite looking forward to that so uh, I'll, I'll keep you updated over that one there we go that's it that is the podcast for this week that is this podcast uh, that's that 
thank you for listening along. If you're still listening along, thank you very much. And uh, I'll catch you next time. So there you go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another week gone. Ah, where does the time go? Thank you very much for listening along. If you could uh, click the subscribe button wherever you get in your podcast, that would be amazing. And uh, yeah, means we can be friends. You can also check out our website. It's uh, thecookiecast.com. Over there we've got social media links and email links. You can drop us a line. Let us know how you're getting on. So there we go. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.